0: Hi everyone. Um, yeah, thank you um, to Raymond for calling people to action and to volunteer. I managed to answer his call for today. <laughs> um, and thank you also for this opportunity because um, every time I stand up in front of others and I have to share a message, I need to go through a, a very difficult grinding process of resolving. Uh, internal conflicts and issues and um yeah to, um, trying to reach a level where i can where I can uh, stand uh in front of others and share something uh good or positive or inspiring so I really wanted uh, to rest actually <laughs> in the previous days I couldn't sleep well maybe I slept on average maybe three four hours a night, so I was really exhausted. Um, but uh, as I mentioned, yeah, I try to, to make the best of this opportunity and to find uh, um, maybe answers to my questions, to my dilemmas, or even to find a, a victorious uh, resolution. So I will try to share uh, part of that journey um, uh, with you. and um, I would like to start with the uh, Father's autobiography, because that's where I, I was scrolling through all books and scriptures and, you know, <laughs> podcasts and everything, trying to find an answer, um, something that would help me, praying and all of that. And, and yeah, I found the uh, True Father's uh, uh, poem, written at 14 or 15 Crown of Glory and um, um, I want to read it Um, and I hope you can excuse me if I get emotional (laughs) because I told you I'm I'm a bit exhausted. So Crown of Glory, Um, when I doubt people I feel pain, when I judge people it is unbearable. When I hate people, there is no value to my existence. Yet, if I believe, I am deceived. If I love, I am betrayed. Suffering and grieving tonight, my hand in my hands, am I wrong? Yes, I am wrong. Even though we are deceived, still believe. Though we are betrayed, still forgive. Love completely even those who hate you. Wipe your tears away and welcome with a smile those who know nothing but deceit and those who betray without regret. O oh, Master, the pain of loving, look at my hands. Place your hand on my chest. My heart is bursting, such agony. But when I loved those who acted against me, I brought victory. If you have done the same things, I will give you the crown of glory. Yeah, I was as I was going, you know, through... Through the torment of my own uh, thoughts and anguish of how um, maybe things are unfair or um, you know situations whatever in the world or in, in my circumstances are unjust and uh, you know then uh, go you know when you when you feel like um, you've been mistreated or hurt or uh, maybe abused in some sense or falsely accused uh, or attacked, you know, uh, out of nowhere, unexpectedly. I don't know if that happens to you. Maybe I sound crazy. But for me, it's enough to go out the door, um, maybe shopping <laughs> and uh, somebody will, you know, hit uh, the car with their door or, um yeah, just walking, even walking down the street, people swearing and fighting. Uh, uh, I don't know. Sometimes i I'm I feel scared to go out of the house to be honest, <laughs> because you know something not nice what what I could say not nice might might happen or I might see something you know. Um, yeah, so as I was, you know, uh, going through all this um, these thoughts and anguish, you kind of reach the limit to entering into resentment and that's very dangerous so i try to stay away from that uh, because when you become resentful it's it's a steep slope uh, and it's difficult to come out of it so you know, just biting my you know my tongue and uh, you know clenching my fist and whew, i know what i need to do i need to love you know i need to forgive i need to uh i need to look up to have any parent and true parents but it's really hard it's really difficult so yeah I felt a bit overwhelmed but I realized that I lost the picture um, to some extent of uh, who we are, what we are doing and Heavenly Parent because many times we take out Heavenly Parent from our daily lives from our uh, daily affairs from our relationships yeah? and my conclusion was um, simply put Yeah, true parents, <laughs> true father. You know, who who was um, um, who was most mistreated, uh, or falsely accused, or um, treated unjustly in the history? Of course, we can say true father, and then we can think of the past prophets and saints uh, and martyrs. So in a sense we we are all called in this time and age um, to join those ranks, and it seems unbearable uh, if you if you really take it on if you really take it in you know so for example, in the divine principle um, I referenced this last time I spoke in front of others uh, section three in a Introduction to Restoration, part two of the principle, uh, talks about the providence of restoration and I. And uh, the Father explains how at at 14 or 15, sorry, I'm confused between, you know, Asian counting and and Western counting of each, Jesus uh, appeared to him. And uh, you know, and called him to uh, take on his uh, his mission, and you know, to do great things. But I never associated what actually Father felt that Jesus is calling him to do. And it came to me that why did Father write this poem? You know, about uh, like forgiving and loving. I think. Uh, Father's conclusion was, I'm called to martyrdom. I'm called to, to suffering. <laughs> and uh, I'm called, you know, to to love and to forgive incredible, like unbearable situations. And he, I think he summarized it in his life mission, he summarized it in, in, this, uh, in this poem from that moment on. Uh, he goes on to say. A wise person will place hope in the future and continue to move forward, no matter how diffi- uh, sorry. Um, did I jump something? Yes. A wise person will place hope in the future and continue to move forward, no matter how difficult it may be. A foolish person, on the other hand, will throw away his future for the sake of immediate happiness. I too, at times, held foolish thoughts when I was still very young. But in the end, I chose the path of suffering. Not suffering, it says a wise person. But <laughs> That's what came to my mind. I chose the, the path of a wise person. <clears throat> I gladly offered up my life in order to pursue the way God desired. I could not have run away, even if I tried. This was the only way I could have chosen. So why did God call me? Even now, at 90 years of age, I wonder every day why God called me. Of all the people in the world, why did he choose me? It wasn't because I had a particularly good appearance or outstanding character or deep conviction. I was just an unremarkable, stubborn and foolish young boy. If God saw something in me, it must have been a sincere heart that sought him with tears of love. Whatever the time or place, love is most important. God was searching for a person who would live with a heart of love and who, when faced with suffering, could cut off its effects with love. I was a boy in a rural village with nothing to show for myself. Even now, I insist uncompromisingly on sacrificing my life to live for God's love and nothing else. And father says well this is my mission but what is what about you so as an individual each one of us is a product of the history of the providence of restoration hence the person who is to accomplish the purpose of history is none other than i myself so that is, you know each one of us I must take up the cross of history and accept responsibility to fulfill its calling. To this end, I must fulfill in my lifetime horizontally, through my efforts, the indemnity conditions which have accumulated through the long course of the providence of restoration vertically. Only by doing this can I stand proudly as the fruit of history, the one whom God has eagerly sought throughout his providence. In other words, I must restore through indemnity during my own generation all the unaccomplished missions of past prophets and saints who were called in their time to carry the cross of restoration. Otherwise, I cannot become the individual who completes the purpose of the providence of restoration. Are you ready to run away? I'm just thinking of taking a holiday. <laughs> how I can uh, maybe uh, gain financial freedom, how I can spend more time with my family, with my children. That's all I want to do, live peacefully. (laughs) I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to be bothered. I just want to, you know, live in a tranquil uh, way, Uh, you know, do good, um, expect nothing from the others. Yeah, so unfortunately, you know, all my holiday plans went in the air not uh, long ago because my wife, she's Ukrainian, she couldn't renew her passport since February we applied, but for various reasons, which I will not name um, yeah, we couldn't renew it and we had to cancel everything um, so I couldn't enjoy my peace and happiness, which we planned for and um, um, Yeah, it's why I'm saying this is because I want I want to run away, and I think um, even Father says you know many times he rejected this calling, um, but sometimes you know we are caught in a trap where there's life feels like there's no escape. I'm thinking now about True Mother, who has suffered most, uh, except True Father in his same shoes and position. Who has shared, you know, his anguish and torment? We could conclude that, you know, true mother shared a huge deal of that uh, pain. And um, somebody said, you know, after father passed away, she could have easily um, retired. (laughs) You know? Not that she didn't have a chance before like to 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 escape um, her mission and calling, but this was a really good chance uh, to go silent you know uh, peaceful, not march or advocate for anything, just uh, let things run by the system and by people who want to take charge um, so I'll try to conclude with a uh, with mother's words because the topic is becoming quite heavy (laughs) and I'll try to make it a bit lighter. Uh, Mother talks about forgive, love and unite. So, Ladies and gentlemen, we must forgive one another, love our families and neighbors and unite under the banner of peace. My husband and I forgave those who were unforgivable and loved even the enemy that could not be loved. All for the sake of the heavenly parent and mankind. We call for the breakdown of borders that divide us, while working in practical ways to unite people for the sake of world peace. Then she goes to, uh, you know, um, to explain all the times that um, father was unjustly imprisoned or tortured or beaten. Uh, incarcerated in different countries around the world um, yeah <laughs> it's difficult yeah to, to imagine or to, to feel or to really to experience what they had to go through and I, I hope um, yeah future generations won't, won't need to uh, have such a such a life But we are not there yet, unfortunately. And as I told you, as much as I personally want to escape, I don't know, something that happens on the other side of the world affects me directly. And um, the way to, to forgive and to love and to unite... It's very um, difficult, especially if we don't have examples or role models to do that. So fortunately, we have two parents, but it's not enough. Sometimes, you know, resources run out, your energy. You know, we talk about burnout a lot. We talk about mental illness. Um, uh, We talk about, you know, even other things like suicide. So these things are present and are a danger to each one of us and to those around us. So I think um, sticking together uh, might alleviate some of that um, pain, some of that burden, and some of those uh, dangers. Um, I mentioned that my wife is Ukrainian, but um, and we are affected by this uh, war. But at the same time, I want to mention we have uh, Russian friends. Um, yeah, one of the people, one of the couples who helped us mostly in our lives recently, especially in the United Kingdom, they are Russian-British. Then my wife, despite the war, you know, attends every week um, study sessions with, with uh, Russian-speaking sisters. And yesterday, in the playground, somebody approached me <laughs> and uh, they said, I, I heard you are home educating your children and I'm, you know, I'm struggling now with the local authority. I want to home educate my daughter. Can like, can you give me some advice? Can you help me? And I said, yes. Eventually, ask asked her, which languages do you speak? I speak Russian. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I could say, well, I don't want to help you, you know, <laughs> because I, this and this and this, look, I couldn't enjoy my holiday or whatever, which is you know light way to say how we are uh, affected by the war um, i don 't want to go into details with our friends and and um, relatives uh, living in Ukraine but I could say you know just I don't you know i don't want to talk to you but i couldn't do that <laughs> didn't feel right and actually i didn't hesitate because I just saw a person a human being you know asking for guidance for advice for help so i you know um I felt a bit proud of myself, but not not happy enough because you know. Okay, I can forgive one person, but <laughs> what about all the other <laughs> situations? Um, the The ultimate goal is to to forgive and love in such a way that you are feel you are one with the other person. That it, there's no different value uh, that you have apart from theirs. So. Mother talks about oneness in heart, in body, in thought, and in harmony. Beloved, blessed families and ambassadors for peace, it is easy for siblings to quarrel among themselves when their parents are not present. The reason such struggles continue is because children do not always understand their parents' intentions. We can understand our parents' intentions only when we create a bond of heart with them in true love. Who are our parents? Our ultimate parent is heavenly parent. So if we understand, if we have oneness in heart with our heavenly parent and true parents, then there can be a way. Of course, that might not always happen from both sides, but at least one side Has to make this effort. In the couple relationship. um, You know. um, In the community. At work. Whatever. So you have to be that person. I have to be that person. Who who goes to God. You know. And God. Why do you love this person? How do you love this person? I often ask (laughs) this question. (laughs) You know. I don't understand. This person is terrible. From my point of view. And it's it's hurting me. You know. That person hurts me. But at the same time, you say that person is is your son or daughter, and even my brother or sister, help me. You know how how do you love that person? I have now two kids, <laughs> uh, two daughters, one and seven. So it's interesting to see how they come <laughs> for love uh, to us. They don't quarrel that much. They are quite only they I are mean, one year old, uh, so they are quite good. But I can see sometimes this, uh, you know, potential conflict uh, coming up. Like uh, the the one-year-old comes to hug me, you know, and I kiss her. And then my daughter watches. (laughs) And, you know, comes also near and maybe tries to get a hug. Or the other times when my eldest one comes uh, to hug and I hug her. And then the the smaller one just comes and pushes her away. (laughs) For love. So... Yeah, it's like um, you know. I believe a heavenly parent and heavenly parents are representative, two parents, true parents, have to give um, love to everyone, to both sides. Even like they said, you know, forg- they had to forgive the unforgivable. Um, so, how far can this go? How? F- I mean, it's not how far how. M- it's not how far forgiveness can go, because you know human atrocities and, and hate and anguish and fallen nature are almost limitless to some extent. Um, I was surprised to hear one time from my uh, wife, who attends a women's federation event, that a lady from Rwanda, whose uh, son, you know, was killed in front of her, uh, forgave uh, her son killer. When she, when she met him after the, after the war f- finished. Um, so I thought, wow, this is you know, one of the most terrible uh, things that happened in recent history. But actually, she said, it's not just that woman. It's the whole nation went through the po- process of forgiveness and reconciliation. So I was like, wow, is it really possible to, to forgive? Uh, Like to that level, not just an individual, but as like a community, as a nation. So I think there is hope for us in in every moment. Um, True Mother says, you must attain oneness in heart, oneness in body, oneness in thought and oneness in harmony with the true parents. Your oneness with true parents must be manifested in your thoughts, emotions, words and deeds. When you live your life as a true child who resembles the true parents, you will understand and feel that other people are not strangers, but your brothers and sisters who share the same lineage as you. By freeing yourself from internal anguish, you can ultimately bring an end to conflicts between nations, which are like the quarrels between siblings. Beloved leaders, ladies and gentlemen, all of us desire to live in happiness in a world of peace. We can attain this dream. Let us forgive our enemies, love our neighbors as if, as if they were our own flesh and blood and unite for the sake of peace. Let us advance toward one world under a heavenly parent. Join me in marching courageously forward until the day All people can live as brothers and sisters, as one great family. Oh, I'm shocked even now when sometimes I see Trumada with world leaders. How can you sit? Like, how can you love? How can you talk? How can you invite this person? I'm sure many of you uh, feel this maybe sometimes. And actually, this is my first thought when I met the uh, unification movement. And I asked one elder brother who was dealing with VIPs with politicians, I said... But, but how can you deal with this group, you know, like this, this society of politicians, which, which have this, you know, like evil, like intentions and goals. And he was like, well, they are people like everyone else, you know, they are looking for love. <laughs> then that, that, you know, completely obliterated me that, at that time in my 20s. So, yeah, thank you uh, to have any parents, thank you true parents, you know, next week we are celebrating Father's 10th Songhua anniversary and based on, on these recent experiences that I have had and based on this research and prayer and contemplation my conclusion for this 10th anniversary is that Father's life summarized to, is summarized to this forgive he, he was the one who forgave the most and you know we talk about Jesus uh, forgiving while he while he was on the cross uh, father forgive them for what they know now what they do and uh, you know he had 3 years of ministry when he was also beaten and persecuted a true father you know went for over 90 years um, and you know some people who I don't know. One of his child said that when he saw his father's skin, it was all scarred and bruised, and um, um, you know, like de- deformed in a way. That's the that's the image that I got. You know. So, I think true father and true mothers' life, you know, at essence for me in this moment is they they forgave the unforgivable. They they loved. They reconciled, and they even united with, with those uh, people, you know, on that side. So, uh, yeah, I'm called to stay true to Father's uh, legacy and to True Parents' calling. And um, I realized also this this task, the, uh, you know, that True Parents share with us, this blessing, you know, <laughs> responsibility, um, it's very heavy and you may have seen brothers and sisters or, you know, people who have tried to walk this path, but eventually, you know, you fall down to your knees and it's, it's hurting, you know, in many levels, financial, you know, relationship-wise. Um, and I don't blame <laughs> anyone for where they are or what they do, because I myself am struggling to walk this path so yeah thank you for being here together today uh thank you everyone for volunteering thank you for yeah just uh <laughs> existing and being in each in each other's presence and yeah let's give glory to heavenly Parent and true parents and and try to encourage or help each other be more forgive for you know like whatever crazy situation happens um and try to reconcile and, you know, pick ourselves up and go together. Thank you very much.